Thank you for listening to Leadership Conversations. If you enjoyed this episode, please feel free to share it. Also, leave a review for us on iTunes and Google Play. If you'd like to stay connected, please visit our website at www.leaderconvos.com. Hey, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of Leadership Conversations. I'm Josh Reich, and as always, I'm joined by my co-host, Casey Cease, and our goal is to have conversations that leaders would love to have and to just let you into what we're thinking and what we're learning about leadership. And so today, Casey and I, as we are on the verge of summer, uh, depending on where you live, uh, summer has already hit at least uh, where I am in Arizona. We are in triple digits, and I'm sure uh, Casey is loving the humidity of Texas. Oh, man. Um, It's amazing, Josh. Thank you for pointing that out. (laughs) Man, every time I see somebody post about the humidity in Texas, I am just thankful that I live in the oven of the dry heat of Arizona. Yeah, I I saw a post online from a pastor that recently moved to our area from the Pacific Northwest. And he was like, I saw that too. Yeah, 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 man. We we were friends (laughs) with the same guy. And he's like, Texas, you told me it was hot, but you didn't say it was Hades hot. It's like, oh, bro, just wait till August. Late July, so, August. Like, how bad does it get? Like, how bad does it get there? Only about to 100, but the humidity is like 99% humidity. Oh, and so it's, it's like, it's like, I want you to imagine a heated blanket soaked <laughs> in boiling water and then putting that over yourself and trying to breathe while you're in the middle of a sauna or, or a steam room. <laughs> a steam room is even better. That's oh, kind of man. what it's like. Man. And I mean, and people live there. I mean, people live here. Well, the cost of Texas is. The greatest nation on the planet. So it is the greatest nation. We well, make we so, make up for our climate with uh, with with better better things. So with better things. Yeah. Well, you guys have water nearby, so that's that's a bonus too. For at we least have, you we, know, like we, a, yeah, a quarter of the state has water yeah, nearby. We do. Yeah, we have we have the uh, Galveston, beautiful beaches of Galveston. When it's not when when Mississippi River isn't flushing all of its sediment and dirt towards Galveston, it's actually quite lovely. All right. Well, so that's what we want to talk about today. We want to talk about how to enjoy summer yeah. as a pastor or as a leader in the yeah. midst of COVID. Yep. And where this comes from, we are really have experienced a year that we have never experienced before. Yeah. Um, almost every leader and pastor I talk to is limping into the summer. They are exhausted. Um, they have spent the last several months doing church online, uh, many of them pivoting um, and working more than they probably ever worked before. Um, but then also just navigating, uh, just the tensions within our nation. And so a a lot of leaders and pastors are just exhausted right now. And so we want to just take a couple minutes and just talk through how to enjoy summer. Um, what do you, um, how do you recharge and come back stronger, um, to head into the fall, not knowing what the fall is going to look like with COVID. And so really where this comes from, one of the things that... Uh, well, on top of about, COVID, you also have the elections coming up. That's true. Uh, have been and known so to I, divide I families and of, churches. Uh, a lot so. of sabbaticals. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, for sure. Man, I wanted to try to forget about the elections. Bro, <laughs> I mean, you can't. Like, you have, oh, to, you have to bear your... And now that I'm not a vocational full-time pastor, like, just observing, like, you get conditioned when you're in the seat for several years to kind of just navigate the pressures you're chronically disappointing somebody. Yeah. You're not speaking up enough about this thing, or you're speaking up too much about that thing, or your opinion's wrong over here, or why aren't you saying more about this? And, 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 um, and so just, just the gravity of 
everyone wanting you to be an expert of how to lead through a pandemic on top of why aren't you saying more about this political pet issue or this yep. social issue or whatever, or if you say something about it, you get in trouble. And so just with all that navigating, I think this is a timely conversation of how to get the most out of the summer as you possibly can as a leader, because there's, there's still more coming our way for sure, Josh. So I'm really excited for you um, to share more about that. Also, I, I just remember in conversations we've had, you've talked about being as intentional planning time off as you are planning your time on. So let, let's unpack that a little bit first. Yeah. Well, I think for leaders, we are really good at planning our week. You know, if you're a pastor, you know, when you're preaching, you're working on sermon prep, you have meetings, you, uh, you really plan out your week. So you have your goals for the week. But most leaders, when we get to the summer, when we get to our time off, we don't plan our time off. Right. And this really came home to me a few years ago when we um, used the full focus planner from Michael Hyatt. And he talks through just how to plan your weekend. What would be restful? What would be recharging? What would um, take your mind off of work and reconnect relationally, either with God or with your spouse, your kids, your friends? And so we really got into the habit of just starting to think through how do we plan our downtime? And I think for leaders, what's incredibly crucial, especially this summer, but every summer, is how do you plan how to recharge? Yeah. And, and so for, for us, like we started to work through, okay, are there places that recharge us? Uh, you know, one of the places that recharge us, recharge us is the ocean. Mm -hmm. um, we just love being there. Um, but this summer, we're not able to go there. Um, and so we've had to pivot and kind of think through, okay, where... Where would we be recharged? What relationships would recharge us instead of draining us? And so for us, that has become a really helpful grid to think through uh, when it comes to the summer, and especially with your kids. You know, as our kids get older and what recharges them is a little bit different now. So what about you now that you're out of uh, ministry um, and you're just dropping all kinds of bombs of stress on us and talking about all the things coming up for pastors. So I appreciate that. Man, so, I feel bad I mean, for you guys. Like so. my, like my heart rate started to go up just your, as you were talking. Their, their veins on your, are exposing themselves on your body. I was not aware you had. I was looking there, at my so. whoop strap heart rate and it just kept rising. Yeah, rising. Talking. So I was well, just really you're welcome. All of you listening who are now needing to pull over <laughs> to self-administer CPR because that's what pastoring is like. Hey, we're going to give you a heart attack, but we're not going to give you CPR. Give it to yourself. Yeah. Um, you know <laughs> yeah so other than that uplifting comment let me uh, yourself that's why that's why you're a pastor that's right yeah your prayers are more holy so no man i i think still you've got to think rhythmically you know one thing i noticed mm -hmm. even in my business from last year um is may is a good time to strategically slow down mm -hmm. um and then mid-july to the end of july is another kind of area that i can look at schedule of consulting or our publishing business or whatever to see kind of rhythms. And, and if you're just now starting out in church planning, then you're not really going to know. I'm going to tell you summer, um, build relationships over summer, get rest and build relationships because, you know, yeah, you might put on some programs and, you know, I, I remember one summer when I was pastoring, we didn't do VBS and, um, and you know, people are like, why didn't we have VBS? I'm like, because 85 other churches in our area have VBS and you all go there also for free daycare. So we're just going to let you do that. Right. <laughs> and then one time we did VBS on our own and we, yeah, we had quite a few children, but we had to do it. Like, and I remember the volunteers like, man, this is so much. And we even tried to do it in the evening. So dads could be more involved, but you know, and so that lasted maybe one year and then we decided not to do it the next year because the amount of, of, of human capital and financial capital. And so it's like, I, I just, I'm increasingly more convinced that you can set your church on a schedule 
to say like, Hey, summer's our, our sabbatical time yeah. for families. Because here's, what's crazy is like, you know, I mean, when do families typically travel? They usually travel in the summer, but they sure want to make sure you have full tilt services in place when you're uh, going there. And I, I know my tone might sound, uh, uh, frustrated or condescending. I'm not frustrated. I'm, I'm, my eyebrows are raised. I'm not upset. I I'm, I'm fine. Like I'm not bitter. It's just, it, you just have to own the rhythm, man. It's like, Hey, I, and I think, I think communicating expectation, like, Hey, the way we do life here during the summers is we slow down, um, to let, to really emphasize the importance of organic relationship building in your home and your community with your families. Um, and you know, if you have a large resource of people and a non pandemic summer and you want to put on some events, awesome. Good for you. But I would say like for pastors, man, like, uh, cause I even noticed that in business, like I, I planned before the pandemic to take two weeks off in May. So I had a contract coming to an end, a consulting contract at the end of, of April. I intentionally didn't book anything else. I planned financially so I could take those two months off. We were supposed to go to Ireland for Stephanie's 40th birthday and we've had to postpone that. But because I'm about a year in now, I understand the rhythms. Like I can plan financially, I can plan recreationally. Um, I, you know, if, if I've, you know, I've been working to be healthier. And so if I've gotten out of whack and, you know, you know, coming around, you know, the end of the, of the spring semester, then I can adjust. So those are all things that I'd be thinking through and just making, building, building that sort of rhythm of rest and recalibration in a, in an annual basis is only going to help leaders last longer. Yeah. Well, and I think too, one of the things I've had to learn is because I spend most of my life in work creating um, for me, the summer needs to be a, a time where I don't create. Yeah. It, it needs to be a time where I give my brain a break. Uh, one of the things I really try to do um, in my um, kind of summer month off from preaching is to not read books about leadership, to not read books for sermons, to not, uh, to not think about how to create and just give, just to give my brain a break. Yeah. Um, for me, that's become incredibly crucial just to be able to come back, you know, in July and be ready to go. Cause here in Tucson, we're on a year round school system. So basically everybody tries to get out of Tucson in the month of June. Yeah. And so that's the rhythm we've had to lean into of, okay, most of the time Tucson's a ghost town in June cause it's hot, there's no rain. So the monsoons haven't come. Everyone tries to go to Disney world and, um, you know, get to San Diego just to escape the heat. Um, and so June is just that downtime where for our church, nothing really happens. Mm -hmm. uh, there's nothing really going on. And so that, that's been the time that we as a family have really rested. Um, and, and so, I mean, when you talk to, you know, coaching clients and, yeah. you know, what are some of the challenges to resting in the summertime? Well, they don't, <laughs> uh, I mean, sadly enough, I think a lot of adults haven't learned how to rest necessarily with their family. Right. Yeah. Maybe with their spouse, but with the kids and everything else. And so I, I think, you know, even using the vernacular, well, that's a trip. That's not a vacation. Right. You know, mm -hmm. and so, okay, fine. If that's where you find yourself, yeah. then you need visiting to be, family is a trip, yeah, not a, a trip. vacation. That's right. That's a trip. Always you go remember, from one source of chaos to another. And that's <laughs> people are like, we want to see family for vacation. Yeah. I'm like, yeah. nope, no, that's you're not. A trip. That's a trip. That's a trip. <laughs> Who's, you're, you're going unpaid or using paid vacation. <laughs> to go to that that's like man that that's that's costly you know um yeah you know but i mean it's it's more of even you know rhythmic where okay if you can't afford to go anywhere you know i, I tell people like use the time that's been given for you because really what you're doing 
is, you know, everyone's like, well, I, and now if you can accrue time off and everything, that's fine. You have a plan to retire early, whatever. I still think it's a, it's a mistake to not use time. Yeah. Um, and well, too many pastors think that they're like, that the church is going to die without them. Yeah. Like I remember that as a church planner and I thought, man, if I leave, like my, my church isn't going to make it. Well, then maybe it shouldn't be there in the first place. Well, I get it. I mean, I, I realize that I'm a little bit older now. I'm a little bit wiser, you know, but, but isn't that, I, mean, I, I know you know like that. I mean, I know that feeling when too. When you start your business and stuff, like yeah. it, it's hard, like right at the very beginning to think, man, if I take off, like what's well, going to happen? in certain places that is going to happen. Like sure. you, you have, I mean, there is an there element is of sacrifice where you got to go through and count the cost and realize, Hey, your first, your first year of church planning, you may not get eight weeks off. Right, you know, to to Who, write. What sermons. church planners do you know that get eight weeks off? I don't know. I've <laughs> talked to guys who are like, man, no, I'm gonna have a healthy rhythm, bro. Blah blah blah. And I'm like, okay, maybe a pandemic. Now we can use that as an, ex you know, but but it's like, <laughs> yeah, you know, I, take take us. Where, I mean, how do I plant that church to get eight weeks off? What? Bro, it's called video venue. That's all, <laughs> right? You know, oh so. man. No, Man, I mean, but it's even like these, if you want to plant a church and get hey, it. I thought about starting an online church planting seedling company where we'll, we'll come in, provide you with video teaching and Zoom training for all of your, for your core team. So that poor, some, some poor young chap doesn't have to come get chewed up with all the false expectations. That's true. Yeah. Well, so that, that's another conversation off the podcast we can talk about, but. All right. Um, so that's going to be on Shark soon, Tank. Coming soon. Yeah, shark Entrepreneurial tank spiritual Shark Tank. But, um. No, man. I, I mean, but, but it's, it's things. Okay. So like if let's say you're, you're a church planner listening to this or a pastor or a small business owner and you know, let's say your, your weekends are hopping, right? I think I, 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 myself and several other high, high energy leaders like myself takes, um, you know, it takes me about four days before I can actually start relaxing. So, and it's almost like Stephanie and I learned if we were going to travel you know, to a conference or something like that, we'd stay, we dropped the girls off the day before, stay at a hotel for me to start the unwinding process so that maybe halfway during the trip, I'd start relaxing a bit, you know? And yeah. so, um, yeah, it definitely know. takes me three or four days. Yeah. Easy. Yeah. And so I always like tell guys is much, even if you're, let's say you're a church planner listening to this, you don't know the way you do it is you preach on a Sunday and then you take two weeks so that you're only missing the next Sunday. Right. So you have that lined up, ready to go. Uh, Josh, I'll come out and preach for you at a discounted rate of only $15,000 for one service. It's not a problem. It's a church planning budget. <laughs> I wish y'all could see Josh just nearly fell out of his chair laughing. So hard. Oh, my so, word. Um, oh, man. But no, but all seriousness, but do it that way and take a full two weeks. I would, I would basically turn your phone off or get a burner phone yep. and then say, if you need anything, call my wife. What I found is, is if they really need something, unless your wife's on staff and very easily accessible anyways, people think twice before, is this really urgent? I think an, another step of, of ensuring any time of, of healthy rhythm is establishing also what is urgent, um, yeah. you know, on, you know, for your team, like what can you not handle? And I know all of you micromanagers out there that you're like, no, I'm going to micromanage. You probably are. If you've started something or leading something yep. or growing something, you've got it. You've got to deal with that. But that's why processes and systems are so important and why it's important for you to plan time out. So for us this summer, you know, but we still, so we didn't go two weeks to Ireland, but we still took one of those weeks and went to, to the beach and rented a house. And then we may take three or four more days later this month uh, around my birthday to, uh, to unplug further, you know? 
So that's part of our rhythm. You know, even, even though I'm not vocationally a pastor, I'm still involved with the student ministry and involved yeah. in ministry at the church. And so um, part of, and again, I'm coming with tons of ideas of things we can talk about later, but I think part of the issue is also emphasizing the importance of raising up other leaders yeah. and, and replicating yourself and training other people up in, in whether it's business or church. You know, one of the things that I did for probably the last eight years is in my month off from preaching, uh, we would have other people preach. But if there were times that that we didn't have other people, I would just show a video sermon of somebody. Oh, wow. And so it's probably a lot more accessible than it used to be, huh? Yeah. You know, and so I would just say, hey, like, I remember one time, you know, we showed a Triple E sermon. We used Louis Giglio, Craig Rochelle and Tim Keller. And we just said, hey, like, this is somebody we think you should know about. Um, You know, one year it was... Matt Chandler, when we were talking about church planting and emphasizing Acts 29. And so, um, you know, no one ever said that was their favorite Sunday, but no one ever really complained about it. Right. And and so, you know, there's creative ways for you, even as a church planter, who maybe doesn't have other people on your bench yet to to speak, to get some time off. Right. Um, You know, pick a four-week series that Craig Rochelle did, preach one of them, and then show three weeks of the sermons. (laughs) you know, and, and get some time off, get some downtime. Um, you know, for me, whenever I don't preach, I, I really try to have two weeks in a row where I don't preach. Um, because I feel like by the time I come down, then I got to come right back up to start prepping the next sermon. And so for me, those, the two weeks in a row is just a really helpful rhythm that I've gotten into. And so I think it's just understanding what your body needs and, and understanding what is the rhythm that your family needs. So. Yeah, and you're probably, if, if this sounds a bit foreign to you, you're like, ah, they don't understand, you're probably detached from what you need and be careful for burnout. I mean, yeah. and, and I'm not saying to be smart or sassy or anything like that. I'm saying it because you've got to become aware that none of us, um, I mean, look at King Jesus, man. I mean, he he got a way to pray. You know, he slowed take down. He, you know, he <laughs> slept through storms, man. I mean, <laughs> you know, so... You know, I think that's just so important. So, all right, someone's listening right now, let's say Josh, and they're like, man, I, I, I don't really have a plan for this summer. What, what's something practical they can do for this summer uh, and moving forward? Just say, what would it take for me to relax if I just took a long weekend? You know, you don't necessarily need to go somewhere for seven or 10 days. You know, you can, maybe you have a friend that's taken vacation. Like for example, we weren't able to go uh, to our normal spot in California. And so I just texted some different people and just said, hey, do you have any connections? And my cousin texted back and said, hey, we're going to be in Florida for two weeks. You can just come stay at our house. And so we're just going to go just to get out of our house, just to have a change of scenery. Yeah. And that's going to cost us nothing. And so sometimes it's just getting creative and texting some people, um, maybe finding an Airbnb. There's tons of places. If you're a pastor, just search pastor vacations. There's yep. tons of places that have discounts at uh, whether it's resorts or retreat centers, you can go as a couple or a family. There's tons of places out there for that. And so just get creative about it. Um, you know, if you're into camping, go camping, you know, which I'm not, but no, I, I don't uh, want to pay to be homeless. <laughs> and I, every time Katie Voluntary brings up and I just think, no, we're not doing that. You know, but to just get creative about it yeah. and, and to think through, I mean, even if you stay home, you know, there's things that you can do in your city. You can uh, do the staycation and, you know, go do some different day adventures and things like that. But uh, 
you know, turn social media off, turn your email off. I, I think those are the really crucial things to give your just brain a break. And especially now, just in this season, to just take a break from social media, I think is just a really helpful thing to do. Yeah, for sure, man. I mean, what about well, you? Any any final thoughts you'd yeah, add to it? Yeah, some or? final thoughts on that would be, you know, getting, I, I, I had a pastor tell me this early on. I think it's right. One day a month, have a personal retreat. Yep. One day retreat. One quarter, uh, three days per quarter, have an elongated, um, you know, at a time. So like, you know, so one day a month, personal refreshment retreat. Mm-hmm. Three days, uh, clump in a quarter per quarter to do some planning, resting, et cetera. And then twice a year, at least have a week or two combined for a combination of dreaming and thinking, especially if, if you're in strategic leadership. It, it's, it's difficult to get that brain space to really think long-term strategy and it serves your people and your, in your organizations. Well, I mean, even now that I'm not leading a church, I'm, I'm fighting quarterly to go on a two to three day retreat. And I realized, I remember Rick White was saying this years ago, uh, he's a pastor in, in the DFW area, Dallas Fort Worth area. And he said that he realizes he rests better when his wife's with him than if he went by himself on a retreat, mm-hmm. you know, even if she's just reading or doing her own thing, like he realizes he's, he's more apt to, to whether it's read or focus or whatever, just she's a, she's a calming presence. And so he realized some guys like to go by themselves to rest, but he does better having his wife with them, you know, and as his kids get older, it's easy for him to be able to do that. So I think knowing yourself and trying a few things, uh, I'd say just go for it. Uh, Like you said, a staycation. One thing you can do even is on your phone, turn off notifications. Um, I don't know if you guys know this. Here's an iPhone hack. This is a freebie for all leadership conversation listeners, but you can use the driving do not disturb and customize um, turn off automatic Bluetooth, like turn on, so you can manually turn on and off and you can make that an auto responder. So if you're out and people text and you're afraid you're going to miss it, turn off your notifications for text, turn on that auto responder and you can check it every few days if you want to. And then it'll send an auto responder. Hey, thanks so much for the text. I want you to know I'm not actively checking my phone right now. Please call so-and-so if you have an issue with this, 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 or if it's urgent, um, you can call, you know, wife's name, whatever. Right. And, and without putting the number. So if they don't know the wife's name. It can't be that urgent. And they'll have to contact someone who does know your wife. Um, yeah. So there are ways to gate it. We can talk about it sometime. Like how, how to create, how to be freely accessible and freely free and unaccessible another one. But those would be my advice. Any last words, Josh? No, just enjoy your summer. I yeah. know as a leader, it's really hard to do, but just enjoy your summer. You know, take a break. You're not, as leaders, we're too serious. Yep. And so, you know, just enjoy some, some of the small moments. Absolutely. Thanks for joining us today, guys. If this uh, content is helpful, we'd love for you to just rate it. Uh, Feel free to share it with your teams and other leaders that you think would benefit from it. And so we'll be back again next week with another leadership conversation. See you later, guys. Thank you for listening to Leadership Conversations. If you enjoyed this episode, please feel free to share it. Also, leave a review for us on iTunes and Google Play. If you'd like to stay connected, please visit our website at www.leaderconvos.com. 